this morning, if you were here for the services, um, Reverend Corey Phillips shared a wonderful, uh, God-honoring sermon. But his first words were this. He was preaching in the morning because apparently I could not preach a short sermon. And then he went on to preach for 32 minutes straight. (laughs) Challenge accepted. Roger, get out your iPhone uh, uh, stopwatch. What What do we hear in Luke's passage that was just read for us? What do we hear of another witness of Christmas? Over these weeks of Advent, we've been looking at the different witnesses what, what do we learn from Matthew's genealogy? What do we learn from Anna and Simeon and Mary and Joseph this, this morning? What do we learn from the angels? What do they say in these passages about who Jesus is, but also what is to be our response to him, especially tonight? What is it we see as we walk through these passages together? In our culture, we can get we can get fascinated by, by angels, but, but all they are are messengers of God, spiritual beings who come to, to serve the Lord and to speak for the Lord. It's the Lord who gives this word through these angels. Even those names, Michael, Gabriel, are connected to El, meaning they're from God, the name of God. They're from God and of God. What is it that we see here in every one of these times that the angels show up in Luke's gospel during the Christmas story, in Zechariah's story in chapter 1, and in Mary and her announcement from the angel, but also here with these shepherds, what is it we see all three times? Every time when the angels come, here's the word they always consistently say. It's their word to those people then, but it's also his word to us today. Don't fear. Don't fear. And you would think, why, why do you have to say that to Zechariah? He's a priest. Why would you have to say that to Mary? This is the one you've chosen to be the very mother of Jesus Christ. Maybe these shepherds, and yet you watch their life, they immediately respond and do what the angels say. Why are you telling them not to fear? Because they're human. Because we're human. And to hear a message of the Lord, to be in the very presence of God, should be unsettling. Whenever you and I get too comfortable with the word of God, the message of God, something may be wrong. You watch these, angel, uh, these shepherds, they don't fill with fear because an angel is present. There's no talk of fear after the multitude arises. It's when the glory of the Lord shows up and they're unsettled. And so it's just like God to give Zechariah a word, Mary a word, and these shepherds a word they needed to hear. For Zechariah, it was to be the best day. He's in the temple doing his priestly function. This is the best day. And the Lord says, I'm taking that day. I need that day. Don't fear. Trust me with this. And the same thing for Mary. Mary is risking her marriage. She's been betrothed. And all that that could mean for Mary, maybe she can't marry ever again if Joseph in Matthew's gospel seeks to put her out. Maybe it means that she'll be ostracized. Maybe it means death. And she says, you can have whatever I might consider my best day. Maybe it's marriage, my first child. You take it all. I won't fear if I am in the center of your will. And it's the same thing here with these shepherds in chapter 2, verse 10. These who are on the outs with the, the current 
culture of that day with the Pharisees, that with the Sadducees, they wouldn't even let these shepherds in the men's court. They were considered a dirty profession. You're on the outs with God, and God comes close. And he has his angels say to them, do not fear. All of us are going to wrestle with fear in some form or fashion. Maybe it's over a relationship or health, finances, grief or loss. Maybe it's what God is calling you to be and to do. And you're fearful to step out in faith. And what we get, the consistent word throughout Luke's gospel when the angels show up is, because of Christ, because of Christmas, the people of God don't have to fear. And there are two common responses we see in all three of those reactions to the news. Uh, The one common reaction, you see it in chapter 1, verse 14 and 47. Here in chapter 2, verse 10, it is with Christ, his birth, there is joy. Not happiness. Happiness comes with happenings. Os Guinness says it's, it's happiness can be the new and reigning idol of the age, but God has something deeper for the people of God because of what he's gifted to us in Jesus, and that's joy. I don't know if Zachariah felt deep joy when his best day was wrecked. I don't know that Mary and Joseph, through the first couple of years of Jesus's birth, ostracized, no room in the inn, racing to Egypt. I don't know that they were always happy, but I know they rested in the joy of the Lord. And it's the same thing here with these, with these shepherds. They are told that the joy of the Lord, this news that I'm giving to you is meant for joy. That's my prayer for us as we seek the Lord this evening in this meal, as we seek him in prayer and in worship, that you and I might know the joy of the Lord. And then lastly, this reminder too, every time when the angel speaks to these people in Luke's gospel, there, there's another response. It's, it's worship. All three, Zechariah, Mary, and the, and the uh, shepherds here, praise God, but it's even deeper than that. Something else happens in their lives. For Zechariah, it's, it's a prophetic word. For Mary, it's, it's singing, but also just yielding her life no matter the cost, no matter what it is, let it be done to me as you will. And then these shepherds, we see them just basically grab and tell everybody, verse 17, whoever needs to hear. They not only glorify and worship, but they respond because of Christmas, because of God's gift to us in Christ Jesus. How is it you need to respond tonight as we share in this meal? as God will be faithful to come anew as we share in this sacrament and he promises to be present with us. What is that place? A place of spiritual healing. Maybe a place of of repentance. Maybe a place of, of letting go of whatever fear resentments in your life. Everybody who hears this news that God's own son is visiting us, all of them, not just worship, but they respond. How is it you and I need to respond to Christ anew tonight and he will meet us as he met them? Do not fear. May your joy be full. May we worship and respond.
Amen? Amen. If you'll take your bulletin and let's share together in the great thanksgiving as we prepare to receive this holy meal.